Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks so much for joining us. A pleasure to have you with us today. My next guest is Andrew Ballard, and he's with Marketing Solutions. He is the president and chief growth strategist. The firm's out of Seattle, Washington. And um, Mr. Ballard, he's the president of Marketing Solutions, that a company that develops research-based growth strategies for small businesses. And he's also an author and part-time faculty member at the University of Washington. Andrew's going to talk about growing your small business and strategies that, that you can use that have been researched. So, Andrew, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me, Bill. Pleasure to have you on the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, your, and marketing solutions, how it got started, that type of thing. Well, I, the beginning of my career in, in growth and in marketing uh, really was it falls under the category of better lucky than good. Uh, <laughs> when I was in college, I kept switching my majors because I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. So I started with psychology, I moved to economics, and then I ended out in communications. And what I know now that I didn't know then was that uh, the uh, intersection of marketing is those three disciplines. And so that just really worked out uh, well. Um, from there, I went into corporate and uh, mainly advertising and, and media companies, uh, did sports marketing for the NFL, um, um, an NFL team. And since then, um, since starting my company 18 years ago, I've held, uh, I'd say, every, uh, every position in the marketing food chain from sales rep to CEO. And I, I think what my clients like about that most is that uh, because I've been the CEO of a couple companies, I come to their um, growth strategies and, and helping them with their business with uh, a broader perspective than just marketing. I'm really thinking enterprise-wide. And so that, that's kind of the background. And, and um, marketing solutions, as I said, we've been around for 18 years, and um, our focus really is helping small second-stage businesses accelerate revenue generation. And a lot of them are, you know, they have uh, an exit in sight and so we're working with a lot of people and helping them build value in their companies before they transfer ownership. Excellent. It, you know, it, it's like one of those things, you know how when you get ready to sell your house, you get it all spruced up and painted and everything looks perfect, and you go, why didn't I do this while I was living in the house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that place looks so nice, I don't want to move out now. <laughs> well, that's and that's true of a lot of business owners, too. They, they are saying that is that now that I've got my management in place and my marketing in place and my business is running like a top, why can't I just go part time and be, you know, and hold on to it? And a lot of business owners will need to do that. But let's talk about what you said about enterprise wide marketing. Um, interesting term. Our listeners might not be familiar with what you mean by that. So can you explain that? Sure. So most of the people uh, and companies working in my space, uh, marketing, advertising, growth, uh, they're very focused on the traditional functions of marketing, you know, branding, generating awareness for your business, generating leads, and then converting those leads into customers. And that's uh, the traditional marketing model. 
when we um, begin an engagement with one of our new clients, whether they're ready to exit you know, in a couple years or maybe they're thinking 10 years out, we look at the entire enterprise. We don't think about it myopically just in terms of marketing. So we approach growth knowing that uh, a business needs to have uh, a functional balance across all of the different operational areas. And so I'm not just looking at marketing or lead generation or branding. I'm looking at the operations that are in support of attracting and retaining customers. Sometimes that involves people. Um, it may often involve technology. Uh, there may need uh, to be work on their, their product portfolio or, or uh, their service bundle. So we don't um, we don't fixate just on traditional marketing. We look at the entire business. That makes a lot of sense, and that's what I thought you meant by that. So even right down to the box that your that your product is shipped in, is that going to be something that somebody might say, "Hey, you sh- you should look at this." So all points lead back to a new potential customer or sale or a repeat sale. Is that what you're getting at? Absolutely, and. Um, a customer's experience with your product, your service, or your people, um, you really have to look beyond just the, the traditional components of marketing. And um, one of the best ways you do that is to really have a good understanding uh, of what your customers, what your best customers care about. Mm-hmm. And do many companies understand that? When you, when you first talk with new, comp- new customers, do they understand that or do they get it? I, I don't think so. Um, usually when my phone rings, somebody wants um, some sort of a marketing strategy to make the cash register ring or to generate new business. And they automatically default to, well, we've got to do more promotion, more advertising. I need to be better with my online marketing communications, etc. But the problem might not have anything to do with their promotion. Uh, the problem might have to do with uh, the way they position themselves, and and maybe they're not doing a good enough job distinguishing their brand from others that are competing in their space. Or maybe the product is outdated and uh, competitors are offering more attractive alternatives. Uh, It could be something uh, along the lines of service. Um, uh, What we see often is we're able to increase revenues for clients sometimes without even adding a new customer because maybe their retention rates are low or they don't have opportunities to uh, upsell or cross-sell their existing customers. Really, it all boils down to delivering an exceptional customer experience. And often uh, the experiences customers have with a brand, a product, or a service go way beyond traditional marketing. And so that's why we really look at it from a larger perspective. But, Bill, you're very intuitive when you say, do they get it? Uh, and, and they don't. They're thinking more myopically. You know, what's going to mm-hmm. make the cash register ring? And there may be, you know, there may be other leaks in the bucket that they're not even aware of. Yeah, it sounds like it, it really, and, and for most business owners, you know, to, to be fair to them, of course, they're involved in, you know, they're, they're in the forest. I mean, they're basically... Uh, at the line of fire every day, they're dealing with all these issues. But someone mm-hmm. like yourself and your team can come in with a fresh set of eyes and a uh, uh, a microscope to really delve into these different things. Is one of your first? Uh, I'm, I'm going to take a stab at this, but is one of your first ways you get involved with them to be to go through a customer experience with them, buy a product, and see what happens? 
You know, that that's an excellent point, and rarely do we do that on the front end. Usually we're doing that uh, more in the middle stage of developing a growth program. Uh, the first thing we do is go through a discovery process to try to get to know their business as well or better than they do. And, and uh, you're right, we try to do it from a, a different perspective. We, we come in with a blank canvas, and we're a lot more objective and we're going to see things that they're not going to see because they're living in the day-to-day, and they're more operationally focused. And we come with, you know, more of we start at least with more of a higher-level strategic purview, and uh, work our way down into street-level operations. But um, we're typically asking questions that they hadn't really thought of before, and um, that's usually what's you know generates a rich conversation. And after really understanding them and going through our discovery process, then we delve into um, interviewing their customers and studying their competitors. And when we study their competitors, um, we try to experience their competitors the way their, um, their customers would experience them. And when we secret shop our clients' top competitors, we also secret shop our client. And so that kind of gets back to your original point. But it's more of a, a midpoint than a front end. That That is fascinating, though. I mean, that must create some very eye-opening um, results for, for business owners uh, to see what your experience has been not only with their product and service, but with their competitors' products and services. And that's a great way to really point out the differences in what's happening in the marketplace. In your experience, what's the greatest business challenge with regards to increasing sales revenue for your clients? Well, you know, that's kind of a toss-up. There's two big things that uh, we come across most often, uh, things that really cause business owners heartburn. And the first is the lack of focus. Um, I don't know. There was a movie, and I'm forgetting the name of it, but uh, there was this dog, and he goes, bird, and he just kind of gets off on what he was doing, and he's completely on a new track. The second is the lack of data. So with regard to the lack of focus, um, that's a big issue because if you don't have a vision or a North Star that keeps you on track, um, then you can really get fragmented and distracted in the way that you operate and the way you make, um, you know, resource allocation. And, you know, small business owners, they have two pots of resources. They've got financial uh, and human capital. And so without that in our star, it's easy to get off track. With regard to the data, um, our experience is, and we've run hundreds of companies through our process, is that they really lack uh, the data or insights they need to make informed decisions. And so, they're acting on unproven assumptions. And, you know, that's what puts their capital or their business at risk, um, acting on what they uh, believe is true. And our research-based process really exposes um, um, those unfounded um, assumptions and usually leads us to um, kind of get them back on the right track. And, again, that's based on, um, and this is what the book is on, but, you know, using the voice of the customer to grow your business and not relying on, on your own attitudes. Yeah, the book is called Your Opinion Doesn't Matter. It's been a great great name for a, a book on, on marketing <laughs> and fact-based research. I love that because it doesn't, and the end result, it's whose opinion matters. 
the customer, right? It's the customer's opinion. In fact, my wife actually named the book because 25 years now, she's been hearing me say basically the same thing before we accept a new client. And I'll just be very straightforward and say, hey, listen, you know, unless you're willing to buy, write a check and buy up all of your own inventory, your opinion doesn't matter. It's, it's your customer's opinion that really counts. And, you know, it's, it's what they care about. And just as importantly, you know, what they don't care about that matters, and that should be driving uh, your business and marketing strategy. Those are words to live by for a business owner, by the way. I mean, sometimes their customer, while they're, while they're operating their business, their customer is the person that's buying their product or service. When they're selling their business, their customer is going to be the person buying their business, and it's a whole different approach. Your opinion doesn't matter what the business is worth, why it's such a great – it's going to be what the opinion of the, of the buyer is, whether it's a customer – at the retail level or at the at the business level, so great information. And how do you help? I mean, we talk. You talked about lack of focus and lack of vision and getting that data together, and that's so important. Uh, uh, how do you get business owners to get back into having that focus and that vision? Well, dealing with that challenge, uh, we find that many businesses don't have a long-range vision uh, of their preferred future. So we'll work with them at the beginning to establish um, a vision um, so that they have a North Star. And from there, we'll have them take um, um, kind of stock of their current situation. And a, a typical tool is a situation analysis. So um, from there, it's a matter of drawing a path from where they are today based on that situation analysis to where they want to be tomorrow, which is articulated through their vision. And once we have that path, and we just call it a strategic path, uh, toward their growth, uh, we just um, have them and encourage them to stay fixated on that path like a laser beam. So um, that, that's really um, the area that we help them deal with that. And in terms of – so that, that gets to the focus. In terms of the other challenge um, I alluded to in terms of the data or the lack of data – uh, and I touched on this briefly, but we research their customers, we research their competitors, and we really understand their industry. And we benchmark our clients um, against best practices and ratio averages in their industry so we know where they have opportunities to grow, you know, where they're maybe underperforming on their industry or whether, you know, where they're overperforming and maybe there's a leverage point there. But uh, when they have that data, um, they're able to make – uh, better informed strategic business decisions on that real-time and reliable market intelligence. Uh, and I always joke um, with clients, I said, if I was Yoda talking to Luke Skywalker, I'd say, there is no guessing, only knowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and, you know, I would imagine with the information that you come in with, it it helps business owners to be able to assess themselves against benchmarks of companies that you've already evaluated. So it sounds to me like you come in with um, with uh, a fresh eyes and a, a magnifying glass to really look at the existing process, a microscope to even go deeper into those, and the, the telescope to look far and focus and bring people back into focus on all these types of things. Um, it sounds like, I mean, a lot of business owners had that vision at one point, but along the way they may have forgotten or lost it, or maybe they accomplished that goal and they didn't set a new one. Is that what you're finding out there? I really am, especially when a company is early stage, before they're thinking about exit. Um, they, Without the long-range purview, 
maybe some of the business and branding and marketing strategies that they're employing um, actually could hurt them from the ultimate exit rather than, than help them. You know, they might be so focused on top-line revenue and reducing their tax burden that they don't think about um, what, what it takes to set their business up long-term for an optimal sale. You know, like you said before, what they think the value of their business is uh, is irrelevant. Um, it, it's what the buyer thinks. And I've never run into a, a, um, a business owner um, that didn't have uh, an exaggerated value or an, an inflated view of what their business was really worth. You know, they think, hey, I should be able to sell this for $5 million. And, you know, an exit strategist or a coach like yourself might come in and they take a look and says, well, you know, you're not at $5 million. You're not even at $2 million. And so that's where we come in and working with exit strategists to help them uh, work on both top and bottom line growth strategies. I love it. I love what you're saying uh, and the work that you do. It sounds fascinating. And the book is called Your Opinion Doesn't Matter. It's been praised in both corporate and academic circles as being innovative and insightful. And it's all about how to use the voice of your customer to grow your business. So you can go to Amazon and type Your Opinion Doesn't Matter for a special offer on the book. And Andrew, how do people get in touch with you, find your website, that type of thing? The, the website, they can uh, get to me through email. So, uh, the website is mktg-solutions.com. So that's the abbreviation of marketing. The M is in Mary, K as in Kite, T as in Tom, G as in George, and then a hyphen, not an underscore, and then the word solutions with an S on the end of it, dot .com. Great information. And, and from there, they can find out information about um, – um, the book, our process, my emails in there, etc. I look forward to getting on and checking it all out and, of course, reading the book. And uh, I hope that you'll come back again sometime and we can go deeper on the the topic because it, it is fascinating. And just the, the whole moniker, your opinion doesn't matter, deserves a place on Exit Coach Radio <laughs> as a, as a, in quotes. We'll quote you on it, Andrew. So thanks very much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure. Oh, thank you, Bill. Uh, it's been my pleasure. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this. Please stay with us. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions. So you can be well planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 